Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zazlo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE, 
That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff. And they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered. And that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome. Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Thursday, the 1st of June Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast presented as always by our title sponsor. Of course, we're talking about Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. None of this is possible without the great support from day number one. The best accident attorneys around. The only ones you're calling if you're involved in any kind of an accident. They're going to help you get the money you deserve from your accident, which caused a personal injury. Anna Jar and Levine, accident attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. We got a great show today. It's all leading up to tonight. Game 
one of the 2023 NBA Finals featuring your Miami Heat, who are in the Finals for the seventh time in franchise history. Not just the seventh time in franchise history, but the seventh time in 18 seasons. That is remarkable. And the first thing I want to say here, make sure we should all be super excited. And I, I, know, I know we all are, but make sure you enjoy every moment starting tonight. We see what's going on with the Florida Panthers. It's the first time they're in the Stanley Cup final in 27 years. The Miami Dolphins, they have not been to the Super Bowl in what are we talking here? 38 years, I think it is. 38 years since they've appeared in the Super Bowl. The, the Marlins, they were in the World Series 20 years ago. The Miami Heat, in the last 18 years, have been in the championship round seven times. You got it. You got to savor every one of these moments. We're so lucky that this Miami Heat team has been able to give us these championship opportunities this many times in such a short period of time. So just make sure that is not lost on you going into tonight. We're really lucky. So <clears throat> obviously, I couldn't be more excited. I hope you guys are super excited. And we're here. Like, they did it. They did it. We're we're in the championship round. And now, let the best team win. And so, like, what I mean by that is, it may surprise you, but I'm not going to be as nervous during the finals as I was last round. Because once you get to the championship round, like, we're here. We did it. What, now let's now let's go out and win it. We got the opportunity. The entire postseason, you're fighting for the opportunity. That's what the Eastern Conference Tournament's about. You're fighting for the opportunity to play for the NBA championship. They did it. They have the opportunity now. Now let's go out and win it. But once we're here, we're here. So I, it, that's the way I see it. I will not be as nervous this round as I was last round. I wonder if anyone else feels that way. You know, at this point, you're like, 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 you're there. And if you don't win, all right, Denver was better. You had your shot at least. You made it there. Like, like, now, I may end up feeling differently. I don't know how I'm going to feel. But I imagine... Unless the Heat lose. Like, if they lose the NBA Finals in Game 7, the way they lost Game 6 to Boston, I will be absolutely annihilated. I will never be able to recover. But if they lose this series, because Denver was the better team, I'm going to be okay. They got to the final round. They're playing in the last game of the year. I want them to win the last game of the year. But... They're playing the last game of the year. I'm going to be okay unless it is a soul-crushing loss. I'll be okay however this turns out. We're here, and if we're better, we're going to win, and we'll win the last game of the year. I wonder if anyone else feels that way. 
I won't be as nervous during this round. Now, you know, if the, if it's late in the game and, and the game, like, like I'll be nervous during the games, of course. I, let's, let's, you know, let's not kid around. But I'm not going to be a disaster after the finals if the Heat lose. Unless it, like I said, unless it's a totally soul-crushing loss like Game 6 against Boston. I'll never recover from that. But if Denver wins because they're the better team, yeah, I'll be okay with that. I wouldn't have been okay losing to Boston, especially blowing a 3-0 lead. That, that was the part that we were so scared of. I, I don't need that shit in my life forever. But if we lose to Denver, all right, they're a great team. I'll be able to live with it. My main message, though, going into tonight. Just, we're here. They did it. We're so lucky. Seven trips to the finals in the last 18 seasons. Let's go win it. But we're so lucky. No, How about this? No one has been to the finals more in these last 18 seasons than your Miami Heat. No one. The Warriors have been there six times. Cleveland's been there five. The Los Angeles Lakers have been there four. Where's Boston on that list? I I gotta look all the way down to find Boston. No one has been to the NBA Finals more in this span than your Miami Heat. Remarkable. Best team. Best sports town. Center of the sports universe. And it all begins tonight. Very pumped up. You guys should be very pumped up too. Oh, and by the way. By the way. 8.30 start times now this year. Now, Weekend is 8 o'clock. Weekend for the NBA Finals, Sunday night games have always, or at least since you can remember, are always 8 p.m. starts. But the weeknight NBA Finals games were always 9 p.m. 8.30, they moved them up this year. That Now, I'd rather it be 8, but 8.30 is, is at least reasonable. 9 p.m., really 9.20, 9 p.m. is not reasonable. 8.30 is totally reasonable. I'll never understand. Like, and obviously, they want to get as many primetime hours along the East Coast and along the West Coast as possible. But I'm sorry. Nobody is not watching the games because they're starting at 5.30 now on the West Coast. And think, think about it. Which, which is better for people? Or, or, or which, which is less worse? The East Coast having to stay up until past midnight to watch championship games or the West Coast having to start watching games right after work the very early evening, which is less bad. It's so clearly the West Coast having to watch games start earlier. Having to force yourself to stay up past midnight to watch championship games sucks and it's not how you grow the game. Like, when I was a kid, I remember the, the, first, the first NBA Finals that I ever watched. The first, like, Finals that I remember watching religiously, like, watching every single game. It was the 1991 Finals, Bulls-Lakers. I remember my dad telling me, I was 10 years old. I remember my dad telling me, you got Michael Jordan versus Magic Johnson. It's Michael Jordan's first time ever in the Finals. I'm like, whoa, I gotta watch this shit. So, that was the first, and of course... The Bulls won in five, but the first game of that series in Chicago, 
Big smooth Sam Perkins three-pointer late in the game to ice it for the Lakers. The Bulls would go on and win the next four games, closing it out in five in Los Angeles. That was the first finals where I was dialed in. I was 10 years old. And back then, and like like I just told you how game one finished, you know. Back then, the games were not 9 o'clock starts. Matter of fact, I'm almost certain that into my teenage years, NBA Finals games on the weekend were sometimes in the afternoon. How about that? That's right. I'm almost certain that was the case. But at least now they move the weeknight games tonight. 8.30 start time. So much more reasonable. So I'm really happy with that. So tonight, though, here's what I got going. Excuse me. Here's what I got going on tonight. This is a very big night in the Zaslow Mansion. First of all, you want to talk about huge Heat fans. Let me tell you about water cleanup of Florida, all right? My pals, the Greensteins, family, friends, and I love hearing from listeners who are already using water cleanup of Florida because you heard them on my show. If you have a water leak in your home, you can't find where it's coming from, you got to take care of this immediately. Call or text water cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Water cleanup of Florida is fully licensed, insured, and certified to provide one-stop shopping that all of us busy homeowners and business owners require. You don't need to bring in other contractors. Water cleanup of Florida is my favorite part. They handle the entire project from start to finish. They service the entire Tri-County area, Miami-Dade, Broward, Palm Beach counties. Call or text Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. After the leak has been located and repaired, they're not done. Water Cleanup of Florida is going to clean, dry, and fully restore the entire damaged areas. You can follow them on social, Facebook, Instagram. Check out more than 80 five-star reviews on Google. Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Water Cleanup of Florida. We clean up your schmutz. I know my guys, the Greensteins, they are super pumped. Water Cleanup of Florida, very into the NBA Finals. All right, so here's what I got going on today. The very big day, Zaslow Household. My older son, Corey, He's got his his moving up ceremony, graduation ceremony, moving up ceremony. I remember a kid in high school starting in the fall. That's that's nuts. Although I will tell you, I'm really looking forward to my son being able to drive. I mean, having to take him out. Like last night, we had soccer training. My son plays goalie for Weston Select, now U15. You know, that's, that's what the season's going to be next year is U15. He's the goalie for Weston Select, U15. Really good team. And... I got to drive out to Weston, you know, several nights a week. And we're not exactly close to Weston. It's about 20 minutes away, 15 minutes away from us. So I stay out there the whole time. There's no sense me driving back and forth. I can't wait for this kid to get his license so I don't have to be schlepping him around all over the place, driving him all over to friends' houses. Oh, I'm so over it. Anyway, tonight my son, moving up ceremony, graduating middle school. So we got that ceremony tonight. Yeah, that's right. Tonight, game one of the NBA Finals. So, my wife, now it starts at 7.30. Heat games at 8.30. Tip-off is probably 8.45-ish. Especially tonight because they do the whole introductions. They do the starting line. They do a whole, it's a whole big to-do for the Finals. So, I think it's probably an 8.45, maybe even like 8.48 tip. Ceremony starts at 7.30. 
Now, the school, you know, my son goes to Poznak school. The school, apparently, is breaking out the big screen projection in the courtyard. So right when the ceremony is over, everyone can watch the finals game. That ain't for me. Ceremonies, I don't watch the finals game, Miami Heat game one NBA finals in the courtyard with all kinds of people I don't know. That's not how we watch the game. I'm go I am speeding home. Luckily, my wife, the ceremony starts at 7:30. Luckily, my wife is the principal. She knows what's to come. She knows what's at stake. And what's at stake here is giving these kids their certificates, getting them off the stage, and getting me home so I can watch game one of the NBA Finals. So will I be home by 8.45, 8.50-ish when it starts at 7.30? To be close. Going to cut it really close. Guys, let me tell you here about one of our great sponsors, Brunt Insurance. You know, it's that time of year where... My homeowner's insurance needs to be remo- renewed, okay? We're, we're, at, we're at that point, and it's, it's time to shop around. Well, I don't have to shop around. I know that I'm getting the best deal anywhere when I go to Brunt Insurance. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. I've had my homeowner's insurance through Brunt Insurance for about 10 years now. That's right, for about 10 years now. I've been using the man, Greg Brunt, and his team at Brunt Insurance, making sure I'm getting the most affordable care, the most comprehensive coverage. And I know that, God forbid, something happens with my home. I'm covered because when you call Brunt Insurance at 954-589-2204, the market's confusing out there. You're not going to know exactly what you need. But from Pensacola to the Keys, whatever area in Florida you're calling about, the licensed staff fully, they know exactly what you're calling for. They know exactly the area you're calling from. And whatever you need, they're going to tell you this is what you need to make sure that you're covered so that your home is in a good situation. God forbid there's some type of accident. Again, bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. And not just homeowners insurance like I use through them. You need automobile insurance, motorcycle, boat. Yeah, anything you need. Bruntinsurance.com, top five in the entire country, number one in Florida, 954-589-2204. Again, Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. So that's what we got going on today, tonight. Very big night in the Zaslow household. Hey, here's what we got coming up today. Mark Kestisher, the voice of the NBA Finals on ESPN Radio. He's got your call for all of these Finals games. He will join Zaslow Show 2.0 today. He's on the call with Doris Burke uh, and PJ Carlissimo. So Mark Kestisher, he's the best out there. He will join us. He's always very kind to us with his time. We'll get Mark Kestisher on the show today. We'll talk about the finals. Did you see... Well, actually, I'll I'll hold on to this. Let's stick with the finals here. So anyway, I already told you, make sure you savor these moments. I'll just tell you straight up. I believe the Heat are winning the finals. To me, I was talking to my son about this yesterday. I think it's their time. It feels like their time. And I believe in Jimmy, and I trust Jimmy. In this league, you normally, and I'll ask Mark Kestisher about this, you normally have to go through heartbreak to win the title. You saw with the 2006 Heat, 
They lost Game 7 to Detroit in 2005. You saw it with the 2012 and 2013 Heat. They lost in the 2011 Finals to Dallas. You don't normally have a team that's put together. And I'm not saying Denver was just thrown together this year. It's not the case. You don't normally have a team that just rises to the top and wins it right away. This Heat team has been through the heartbreak. They lost in the finals in 2020. They lost game seven in the East finals last year. And they have been through it. They've been through the heartbreak. They've been through the huge moments. They've had to come through in the clutch moments. And it feels like their time. That's normally how it goes in this league. You gotta go through it. You gotta go through some heartbreak. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This Denver team hasn't been through the heartbreak. This is their first time in franchise history in the finals. I feel like Denver losing in the finals this year would obviously qualify for that heartbreak. I think the Heat have been through it. I think the Heat have had these situations. And by the way, it's not like Denver excuse me, has had to deal with the big-time moments and the big-time situations yet this postseason. They kicked the shit out of Minnesota. They kicked the shit out of the Lakers. And then a a broken Phoenix team. Miami's been through it. Everything the Heat have been through has led them to this point. And you're never going to find a tougher team mentally than this Miami Heat team. We saw it when you recover from Game 6 to Game 7. Shit, Eric Spolstra wanted to play Game 7 right after Game 6 ended. This team's not phased by anything. And... Now you So, I, I think the Heat are winning the series. Now, they are massive underdogs. Obviously, who cares? Stop getting all wrapped up in the odds and the analytics and the percentages and people's opinions on TV, dopes like Mike Greenberg. Stop getting wrapped up in all this. Who cares? People are allowed to have their opinions and percentages is, are percentages. Who gives a shit? Stop getting all wrapped up in who's not giving the Heat respect. You already know. I told you. I love when the Heat have no respect. I want no awards. I want no all-stars. I want no coach of the years. I don't want anyone picking the Heat. I want nothing but disrespect. And by the way, picking the Denver Nuggets over the Heat is not disrespectful to the Heat. The Nuggets are a great team. They were number one in the West the whole year. It's not disrespectful. Stop getting all wrapped up in all that stuff. I think the Heat are winning the series. I do. I think it's going to be hard as hell. And you know I love 
starting a series on the road. Because I have super confidence in the Heat winning a game on the road. Stealing the home court advantage. I love starting on the road. Would I rather have home court advantage and you get game seven in your building? Yeah, obviously home court advantage is great. But I, I have no problem starting on the road. I'm very confident in the Heat getting a game on the road. How about in this, the Heat won game one in Milwaukee. They won game one in New York. They won game one in Boston. How about the Heat in the first six games combined of the playoffs so far? The first two road games in each round, four and two. Split Milwaukee, split New York, 2-0 and in Boston. 4-2. and two. And having won all three game ones, 4-2 the first six games on the road in these playoffs so far. I love the Heat's chances of getting a game on the road to start this series. I do believe tonight is a major opportunity to get a game on the road. This Nuggets team, 10 days off. They could be a little bit rusty. This Heat team, they're in a rhythm right now, coming off of an all-time great win for the franchise. First ever Game 7 win on the road. And, yeah, it's a short turnaround, but they got to Denver very late Monday night. Today's Thursday. They've been there for three nights already. Like, they're... They've been able to recuperate, to rest, recuperate, however you want to look at it. It's not like they're playing the next day. So I think the schedule sets up very well for Miami to start this series. And then game two is not until Sunday. Tonight is a great opportunity for the Heat to steal this game. But I love the Heat's chances of getting one of these two games. I don't care which game it is. But... Here's the way I look at it. And I've told you guys this. Now this only works for the team that's starting the series on the road. It's not the same as the team that has home court advantage. But when you start the series on the road. And I talked about this with the Panthers too. Going back to round one against Boston. (coughs) Panthers and Bruins. And I feel the same way Heat and Nuggets. Felt the same way all three of these rounds. Although not the Knicks series, because you knew they were going to beat the Knicks. But the way that I look at it with the Heat going into tonight, do you believe the Heat can win one, not one of the first two games on the road and steal home court advantage? No. Do you believe the Heat can win one of the first three games in this series? That's all I'm looking at right now. Can the Heat win one out of the first three games this series. And if you believe they can, then they're in this series. Because whichever game it is, one, two, three, if you win one of the first three games, and again, this does not work for the home team. This does not work like this for the Nuggets. If you're the Heat and you could win one of the first three games this series, then you are at home for game four with a chance to tie the series at two. And if the Heat are at home for game four, with a chance to tie the series at two games apiece, you would be confident, right? And if the Heat can tie the series at two apiece and make it a best out of three, it's a long series, and that means you are in it. So do you believe that the Heat can win one of the first three games this series? I think the answer has to be a resounding yes. 
And if you believe that the Heat can win one of the first three games and at worst go into game four at home with a chance to tie the series at two apiece, then the Heat are in this series and they got a chance. Now, it doesn't work for Denver. You can't say for the team that's at home for games one and two, can you win one of the first three games? Because if you're Denver and you have to win on the road to avoid going down 3-1, that's not a good scenario. But if the Heat are at home down 2-1 with an opportunity to tie the series, that's different. You're in the series. And look, I certainly believe the Heat can win one out of the first three. I strongly believe they can win more than one out of the first three. But if you believe they can win one of the first three games, then they're in the series. And I think the Heat are going to win the series. I think they're going to win the series. As I try and hold back a smile, you know. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. Now, let's talk a little bit. Actually, if I go back to Game 7 in Boston really quick before we, we go back to the finals. I was just thinking about it yesterday. How incredible it is that after LeBron's performance, Game 6, Game 6 in your house for life, after LeBron's performance in Game 6 in Boston in 2012, like that was the all-time game, right? The all-time performance, right? That we would have two more games in that spot that totally rival that night. First of all, Jimmy's performance, Game 6 2022, in their building for life, was better than LeBron's. It was better statistically, and that game was a lot closer. You needed all of Jimmy's points. The Heat, LeBron's Game 6 in 2012, the Heat were up double figures the entire game. Not to take away from LeBron's performance, it's giving more credence to Jimmy's. But that Game 6 in 2012 in Boston, we would have two more games that totally rival that Game 6 in 2012. That's wild. Game 6, 2022, to force Game 7. Now, of course, we lost. And Game 7 in 2023. We have two more games that totally rival that game. That's, that's wild. Anyway, I wanted to make sure I pointed that out real quick. I also want to point out real quick, you guys know this, one of our OG sponsors on Zaslow Show 2.0, my man Juan, huge Heat fan. I love all the spots. They're huge South Florida sports fans. My man Juan, Johnny Cuba. You know Johnny Cuba is the official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. It's the only beer we keep. In the Zaslow Mansion, you know I'll be cracking open a six package. I'm not gonna drink all six. Yeah, you know, come on, let's you know let's, let's get let's not get crazy here. I'm in the comfort of my own home in the Zaslow Mansion family room, enjoying the game. But I'm gonna crack open a Johnny and enjoy tonight's game. If you don't know about Johnny Cuba yet, the official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0, we're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's what we're talking about with Johnny Cuba. Go pick up a six pack right now. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco y Mas. Take a picture of your Johnny Cuba six-pack. Maybe you, maybe, uh, maybe you want to pour it into that tall glass. Make sure it's a good pour, not all that extra foam. You send a picture. I love posting it on my Instagram. And I'm an influencer, so you're going to be famous then if you send me the picture of yourself pouring a Johnny Cuba. Don't forget, 
Always drink responsibly. And remember Johnny Cuba's mantra. Stay tranquilo. So, we talked about this with Levitard yesterday. Levitard was on the show yesterday. My most viewed video, by the way, ever on the YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash show. Uh, my, my preference is you listen to the podcast. That's where, you know, that's where I guess the money is for me, you know. But I post the videos so you can also watch there. Especially, I totally get you guys wanting to watch the interviews on the YouTube channel. Because you like to see, you know, face-to-face the interview. That makes all the sense in the world. But subscribing and listening to the podcast, that's, that's really where it's at for me. The podcast is super hot over the last month. And I told you, two days ago's show... Memorial Day, the day after the Heat won Game 7. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. Memorial Day was Game 7. The day after Memorial Day, Tuesday, my most listened to show ever. Thank you so much. That's awesome. And yesterday's spot with Dan Lebitard, youtube.com slash at Zaslow show, most watched episode or segment on the Zaslow show YouTube channel. So thanks again. Obviously, that's because of Levitard. I got that Levitard rub yesterday. I super appreciate that. But thanks to all you guys. You guys are the ones doing it. And we talked yesterday about the championship. Would this championship mean the most to Heat fans? And it would definitely... So go back and listen to that. But this championship, the only one... If they win this championship... The only one that would rival it would be the first one. Because you've never experienced it. You're never going to forget how you felt after winning that championship in 2006. But this one would be bigger than 2012 and 2013. It absolutely would be bigger. And not just because they're the 8th seed and it's so unexpected. And we've never had a Cinderella underdog run like this. But if you could, if you could understand what I'm saying... Those championships in 2012 and 2013, if you understand what I'm saying here, those meant more to LeBron than they meant to the Heat. Understand what I'm saying here. It means it means everything to the Heat, but the Heat had won before. So who were those championships bigger for, LeBron or for the Heat as an organization? They were bigger for LeBron. 26, 2006, excuse me, was the biggest for the Heat because it was the first. But 2012 and 2013, the Heat had won before. LeBron hadn't. Those titles, if you're going to have a measuring stick, they measure higher for LeBron. Like in 2006 when the Heat won the championship, those titles meant more, that title meant more for the Heat than it did for Shaq. Shaq had already won three. It meant everything for Shaq, but it meant more for the Heat as an organization, if you understand what I'm saying. And so this time around, this championship, if they were to win it, would only, and it might surpass it, but it would only be rivaled by the first time. This would be bigger than 2012 and 2013. It's all so exciting. So exciting. So we are finally here. It is game day. We got NBA Finals. Game one tonight. Heat, Denver Nuggets. Miami making their seventh all-time appearance in the NBA Finals. Second time in the last four years. I mean, just an incredible stretch of basketball that we're in right now, which is so much fun. Joining us here, 
NBA on ESPN Radio, NBA Finals. He's got your call, of course, the great Mark Kestisher here with us. Thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate it. You are out there, of course, in Denver in what is probably going to be a wild atmosphere tonight, right? First time the Denver Nuggets have ever been in the NBA Finals, Mark. Jonathan, I was uh, privileged to be on the Western Conference Finals call, which was uh, a lot shorter than I anticipated in the four-game sweep over the Lakers. And uh, the first two games in Denver, the atmosphere was charged. They've waited a long time for this. Uh, you know, I, I don't come to Denver often, so I didn't know the pecking order of sports. Clearly, the Denver Broncos are number one in this town, in this region. The Colorado Avalanche have only been here for a few decades, but they're clearly number two with all their success. And then you have the Nuggets, um, who've been around a long time, who competed when they entered at the merger, had some hot spots in the uh, 80s, uh, the George Carl Carmelo Anthony teams um, in 2009. And then the resurgence in the bubble, which Miami Heat fans know well about, and then injuries. And then here they come with Nikola Jokic at his full powers right now, a two-time MVP. And I, I think fans are pretty pumped for this opportunity. And they're going to be learning about the Miami Heat, certainly, because I think most people out here and many people across the country thought when the East went to seven and game seven was in Boston, that the Celtics were going to prevail. And as we all know, it was not even close. Mark, Jokic has to be one of the all-time most unbelievable greatest players in the league, right? I mean, a second-round pick. He was essentially the backup to Yusuf Nurkic, who they then let go, you know, to Portland when it looked like Jokic was coming along. I mean, can we remember a a guy who you could make the case is the best player in the league is a multi-time MVP, a more unlikely character than Jokic? I, you know, when you say that, I, I can't imagine because so many teams passed on him. I think he was 41. Legendarily, he was drafted while ESPN was in a Taco Bell commercial. Yep. Makes it even better. Um, you think of teams like the Spurs, who always have the draft and stash Europeans, and he escaped everybody. And as you said, when he got to Denver, he wasn't even the starter, you know, uh, and, and here he is. I, I can't think of anybody else who has this story because you think of Giannis, who was also under the radar, but still was a you know mid-first-round pick. Kawhi Leonard, same kind of thing, where nobody knew what he could be, uh, but but nothing at number 41. And to do what he's doing, uh, he's unlike anything we've seen at his size, at his passing ability, and he's getting better. That's the scary part. And that's what's interesting because you guys know uh, Eric Spolstra – will throw every defense at them. They'll make adjustments that you would imagine Denver hasn't seen at some point during this series. And Jokic has been able to figure it all out. Will he be able to figure it out in their great opportunity to win a championship? We'll find out. But the, yeah, the original burst of your question, I can't think of anybody in the league who's come from where he's come uh, to the heights he's now at. You know, Mark, this isn't tangible stuff, but yeah. I feel like I feel like it's the Heat's time. It, it feels it feels like them, and I, I believe they've gone through the hurt. They lost in 2020, Game Seven last year in the Eastern Finals. I believe that these teams have to usually the, historically in this league, teams go through the heartbreak before they win the whole thing. I feel like it's the Heat's time. The Nuggets haven't gone through that heartbreak necessarily. Do you believe in that kind of stuff? 
Yeah, I do think there are levels. Um, we've seen it in the end. We've seen it across all sports, but in the NBA, you always remember uh, the Bulls trying to get past the Pistons. Um, you know, there's all stories of teams that had to uh, make their way through. And for Miami, and and I've said this now for the last eight weeks, uh, I just haven't been able to put my finger on who the Heat are, what they are. I know they had injuries, but I just couldn't place um, how they could win any of their series, especially when you watch, you know, the play and you're like, okay, we're going nowhere. And yet it shouldn't shock anybody. The resolve that this team has, I think you're right. I mean, they take their cue from their head coach. They take their cue from the best player, Jimmy Butler. Um, you, you, every time you think there's no way that they can take on a team and take them out, you're wrong. And I would say the same thing about Denver right now, when we were down to four teams in the conference finals, Denver by far had the best talent on the roster. You could throw Boston number two. You probably throw Lakers number three. And Miami inevitably is going to be number four. But then they go out and show you that they're the sum of their parts and not just, you know, great individual talent. So even though they look a little bit overmatched in that, how are they going to defend Jokic? You know, they're much smaller than Denver is. Um, they're going to find ways and they're they're going to shock me and probably a lot of doubters along the way who think they, um, you know, I think most of us feel at this point they're going to give Denver a good tussle. Um, I don't know what the numbers are in uh, the so-called experts who are picking either Denver or Miami. I know that uh, the Miami folks uh, in the organization took great glee at uh, my company giving them a 3% chance win. Uh, to win the Eastern Conference Finals. And I believe it's been bumped up to like 11 or 12 Yeah, so the Nuggets are in big trouble. We have an 8% more chance than last time. Nuggets are in big trouble, Mark. Well, game one's going to be interesting tonight because um, neither team has trailed in a in any of these series so far. Miami's won all their game ones on the road. Denver has pretty much had their way uh, with all of their competition so far. And um, and Denver ends up with home court advantage, but we know that hasn't meant much to Miami. So I'm looking forward to seeing how these matchups go, if they can slow up Jokic a little bit, make his life a little difficult. I think the Lakers did a good job adjusting late in the series, forcing other guys to beat them, which they eventually did. I want to see if Miami can have that same success against the Joker. What do you make of the layoff for Denver? I mean, the Heat got an extra day because they wrapped on uh, on Monday night. What do you make of the layoff for the Nuggets? Is that good because, hey, you get to heal up a little bit, or does it take you out of rhythm? What do you make of it? You know, I think um, in all the years we've all covered sports, we've looked at rest versus rust, and there's got to be something to it. When when you're not going full speed for nine days and you could try to replicate it in practice, it's going to take a little while to get going. And I think, you know, this is my 20th finals you know, as a studio host and been fortunate to be on play-by-play -play the last, uh, this will be number seven, game one first quarter, traditionally, I, I haven't gone back to the box scores, but they've been messy. Everybody's trying to uh, settle in and it, it just is a big mess. And so I think whatever advantage Miami may have with Denver being a little bit rusty for nine days, you could probably equally say that, you know, the Heat have come off this grueling seven-game series. And although they've been here at altitude for a couple of days flying in on Monday night, um, that, you know, there they're, they're traditionally would be a little lag in their step, too. So I think ugly first quarters are tradition in the finals. 
I think you got a team with no rest. You got a team with nine days off, and it'll all settle itself out. And hopefully by the second quarter, we got something going. Mark, I've never been to Colorado, so I, I, I don't know what the altitude is like. What do you make of that? You know, now the Heat, it's not as if they're coming second night of a back to back, and then they got to play in the altitude. They'll have been there for a few nights now. They're also going to spend a few more nights because game two is then in Denver. So what do you make of the adjusting to the altitude? I think I think it's more psychological than physical. I mean, there's no doubt that, uh, you know, if you're training in Denver, um, you know, I, I've got folks on our ESPN crew that go out jogging every morning. I could probably stand to do that myself, but there's no way I'm going to do that. Um, and they do talk about the dehydration more so than the uh, the thin air and the lack of oxygen. Uh, NBA athletes are among the uh, the best in any sport in all the world for all the amount of miles they're running over a 48-minute game. So I think, you know, 5,280 feet, certainly it's real. But I do think the psychology of it is even more, uh, you know, I think the most a- athleticism I'll get uh, today is probably my walk to FedEx to go pick up my truck. <laughs> Pretty good pace. You're like, why am I out of breath? Oh, it must be the thin air, but probably has nothing to do with it, uh, you know, for a five minute walk. So I do think over a 48 minute game, we did notice it, uh, you know, with the Lakers late in the game, some legs were tired. Now they were playing extraordinary minutes because we know playoff rotations tighten as the series go higher. So I do think there is something real to it, but uh, if there's any team in the NBA that's conditioned to mind over matter, it's going to be the Miami Heat. And, you know, with that said, so I want to know how you experienced the end of game six watching and then the lead up into game seven and what you thought, how you thought it was going to play out because Yes, this Heat team is as mentally tough, clearly, as a team can be. They are not afraid. They are not scared of the moment. They don't care where they're playing home or away. It's very clear they won three out of four there at in Boston last series. But I was scared to death the 48 hours in between games six and seven. I, I just I couldn't comprehend how can you recover from losing game six the way you lost and then turn around in game seven. I'm so thankful that I was dead wrong. How did you experience those two games? Yeah, you know, being uh, on the Western Finals, I had a week off, which I never get uh, this time of year. And so my only appointment viewing was uh, games five, six, and seven on the couch like everybody else. And as Jimmy Butler hit those three free throws with, uh, you know, I guess they adjusted the clock to three seconds remaining, uh, I'm thinking, all right, you know, uh, the, the Heat are going to make uh, going to make the finals. You know, I better start getting my flights in order. We're going to Denver. I'm not driving to Boston. We're going to Denver. And then obviously the way the game ended up and you think there's no way. There's no way, not just the recovery, but in the history of this league, home court advantage, and I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I would say that they are the best of all the four North American sports. And, and I always thought it was because the courts are smaller, the crowd's more intense. Maybe it has a little bit of a psychological effect on the officials and the players. Um, and Boston Garden is what it is. And it did not materialize because of clearly the faith that this team had in itself, that it could put game six aside. They have incredible trust in one another. Um, look, Tatum's injury is what it was. He wasn't the same player. Um, Jalen Brown was an absolute train wreck in game seven and, um, you know, and it was no contest for the heat who just hit all the three pointers, 
you know, that they, uh, it felt like that they took. Um, and that's the big thing as I move forward into this series, looking at Miami and the, the blueprint to coming on the road against a team everyone's expecting them to lose to, especially in the, on the, uh, in the beginning of the series, is can they have that same kind of offensive success? That's the one thing I noted on Denver in the short four-game series of the Western Conference Finals is they have Jokic and they have Murray, but they have so much more. They have so much scoring. I mean, they're routinely at 115, 120, 125, and those are big numbers. And I know Miami's defense will aim to curtail that, but whatever offense they gained in the East, I think the Milwaukee and the Miami series, those are the blueprints. If they can have that kind of offense, that kind of connectivity, that kind of success at the three-point line, that's what keeps them in this series because I don't know how you hold Denver down with all the guys they have. Is Jimmy Butler a Hall of Famer? I think he's he's right on the doorstep it's now. It's really it's, close. It's tough. Regular season, um, you could probably argue, does he have enough? Postseason is where it, you know, tips. And, you know, the Naismith Hall of Fame is a little different than some of the others, right? It's a lot of contributions to basketball. It's beyond the NBA. It's the college game. It's the women's game. It's the international game. And there's something to be said for guys who come alive after tax day, as I like to call it. When it's April 15th, that's Jimmy time. And he has a chance to put a stamp and a potential invitation to Springfield uh, if he can get a championship here. I uh, Finally, and then I got, I got one final question for you. Uh, are, are we looking at, a, like, I, you're not going to give a prediction. You're, you're calling the games, unless you wanted to. I don't expect you to give a prediction. But do you feel like we're in store for a long series here? My prediction is, well, my hope is always close games and seven games. Um, my initial gut feeling is the same one that got me in trouble. It feels like uh, Denver on paper, you know, is in store for you know, five or a six-game series win but on paper doesn't account for the heart of the Miami Heat and guys who have not been given a chance early in their career have taken advantage of a chance in a system with Miami that breeds confidence and doesn't let you have a day off and it's all coming to fruition right now and we haven't even talked about you know maybe Tyler Hero coming back in game yeah. 3 Is that bad if it's good you know there's the offense we've been talking about so um, I got to figure if Miami's going to win this, they're going to win it in seven here in Denver. Uh, it feels like a six-game series, and to me, that would favor Denver. But um, close games and long series. Would love to see it. I got one, Okay, so Mark Kessischer, ESPN Radio, NBA on ESPN Radio. He's got the call of all the games, the rest of the games now for this uh, this season. I, I know you're a golf guy. I know you play golf. You're probably going to try and get some in there. In Denver, I'm not a golf guy. I've, I've been talking about this for a couple of days now on my show. I'm not a golf guy. I regret that I didn't play golf growing up. All my friends play golf, and they played in high school and college. I was playing basketball. I didn't care about golf. I wish I played golf now because I'm a disaster on the basketball court now. So I wish that I played golf. Anyway, a couple of days ago, I took my family. We went to Top Golf. It was my first time there. We were, we were awful, but I loved it. It was really fun, okay? Is it possible? Did I strain my hamstring swinging the golf club? Because my what I think is my hamstring is killing me. 
obviously I'm doing movements that I haven't done. I, I used to go to the driving range a few times 25 years ago when I was in high school. So I haven't swung a golf club in 25 years. Mark, I don't know what I'm doing out there. Did I strain my hamstring swinging the golf club? It is very possible. Two quick stories for you. One, in the bubble, how did we survive? We called basketball. We ordered in a lot of takeout. <laughs> played a lot of golf. P.J. Carlissimo, Doris Burke, and I, I felt like we golfed every day, and we played with every broadcaster from ESPN and Turner. And we forced um, a couple of guys to get out on the on the course and play with us. I hope Dave Pash doesn't mind me bringing up his name, but he used to golf a lot in high school and in college and hadn't golfed since then. He was so sore and had pulled so many muscles playing 18 holes with us. So that's one story. And the other, you know, I've been playing golf forever, not a great golfer, but love to get out there, love to compete. And I was on the course um, in Bristol a few hours before a radio shift that I had. And we were on the 17th green and golf etiquette. Obviously, you don't step in somebody's line on the putting, you know, where their ball is on their way to the hole. So I did like a, a Zach Randolph one inch vertical leap over the ball. And I felt this pop in my calf. And I said, who hit a two iron? We're on the green. Nobody. <laughs> I tore a calf muscle playing golf, jumping one inch off the earth to get out of somebody's line. So you can do it. If there's a muscle, you can do it in golf. So I have no doubt that you pulled a hamstring. It's killing me. It's I've never felt this before. It's killing me. Golf is, is a sport. Who knew? Yeah. All right. But we had a great I – was, I was terrible out there, but we had a really good time. I'm going to go back. All right. Anyway, uh, Mark, excellent job. Thank you so much for making time. And, hey, look, if it goes into a long series, uh, we get you on again toward the very end. That'd be fun. Love it. Thanks, Jonathan. Good luck to the Heat. Great job, of course, there. Mark Kestisher tonight, ESPN Radio. If you want to listen to some of the coverage as far as national broadcast goes, right there. Like I said, Mark Kestisher, Doris Burke, PJ Carlissimo, and of course, all guests on Zaslow Show 2.0 are brought to us by the official beer of the show. And that, of course, is Johnny Cuba. Hey, so hopefully we're starting the show tomorrow after a heat game one win. We're up one nothing, and we're going to be able to start to look forward to game one of the Stanley Cup Finals on Saturday night. Now, I want to remind everyone, Sheets and Giggles, you know Sheets and Giggles, one of the great sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. The Zaslow family, the only sheets they're ever going to use for the rest of our lives. We are four of over 100,000 Americans who sleep on Sheets and Giggles. Sheetsgiggles.com, it is now the only place that we go to get our sheets, our comforter, Pillows, I got a eucalyptus pillow, or pillowcases. You ever try a eucalyptus mattress? I, I don't have the eucalyptus mattress, but I mean, I've heard it's amazing, and I love my eucalyptus pillow. Go to SheetsGiggles.com. Hey, you can use promo code Zazlo. That'll get you 20% off your first order. Use promo code HEAT. That'll get you 25% off. Sheets and Giggles, my man Colin, the founder and CEO, He's putting together kind of a a get-together watch party kind of deal for Game 4. That is next Game 4. Let's see. games. It's so much to keep up with with the Heat and the Panthers. So if the Panthers are Game 1 is Saturday and then Monday and then Thursday and Saturday here. Okay, so a week from this Saturday is Game 4. That is June 10th. And my man Colin is putting together. Go to go to at Sheets Giggles on Twitter, and you'll see he's he's trying to arrange a get together kind of deal in the afternoon 
I'll be there. I think Greg Cody, uh, excuse me, I think Chris Cody from the Greg Cody podcast, Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody, that's a great name. All right, I think Chris is going to be there. Maybe maybe Roy from the Levitard Show will be there. Well, most importantly, my man Colin, founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles, he is putting together uh, a get-together Saturday afternoon. It'll be somewhere near the arena, near FLA Live Arena. And he's going to have like, like a $500, like a, a huge bar tab, all right? So if you tweet at him, at Sheets Giggles, and say, you want to come to the get-together, that makes it more likely that it's going to happen. But hey, make sure you also go to SheetsGiggles.com. Sheets Giggles is the only place you're going to go to get all of your betting. All right, very good. You know what time it is. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. If you're dealing with water, mold, or fire damage to your home or business, is that a big deal? Is it not a big deal? I don't know. I'm not the one that's going to be able to tell you. Water cleanup of Florida will. Licensed general contractor providing A to Z service. One-stop shopping for all of us busy homeowners and business owners. Call or text Water Cleanup of Florida anytime at 954-900-8635 or go to WCUFL.com. Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Water Cleanup of Florida will tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So yesterday, Monty Williams, six years $78.5 million to be the new coach of the Detroit Pistons. That's $13 million a year for a coach who just got fired, has never done any... Co- I-, I like Bonnie Williams, but he was just fired and has never done any kind of winning. You, you understand what happened here? Detroit Pistons just did the same thing with Monty Williams that the Cleveland Browns did with Deshaun Watson. Same thing. Deshaun Watson did not want to play for Cleveland Browns. But Cleveland made him an offer. He could not refuse. I'll go play for the Cleveland Browns if they're going to give me that money. That's exactly what happened here with Monty Williams. The only way they were going to get Monty Williams to go to Detroit was they had to make him an offer he could not refuse. And there you go. He's the new coach. Now, I don't care about the money. Like, it's weird. Oh, my God. What are they paying on that? It doesn't count for the salary cap. It's not, unless it's your money, what the hell do you care how much they're paying the head coach? So, Monty Williams, six years, $78 million Detroit. I'm going not a big deal. It's whatever. It, it doesn't count against caps, whatever. Big deal or not a big deal? You know my guy is Christopher Mad Dog Russo. He's on first take on ESPN every Wednesday. He is in the Radio Hall of Fame. All-time great sports talk show host. I love him. He is my favorite. Well, here, this is from Mad Dog's show yesterday. Here is Chris Russo talking about how awful Joe Mazzulla is with the media and how bad he was with Ali LaForce, the TNT sideline reporter. But he has a very difficult time pronouncing Ali LaForce's name. Yeah, he was bad after the game on Saturday night uh, when, you know, he was very matter-of-fact after that dramatic win. He drove you crazy. He showed no emotion whatsoever. And yesterday with Ali Ali DeForest, awful, awful start of the— No, he was losing— but awful. And somehow Ali DeForest did not ask Derek White on Saturday night about the last play. Okay, this is not a big deal. I know a lot of people are introduced to Christopher Mad Dog Russo for the very first time when he started on first take. What was it, like a year, year and a half ago? But this is his thing. This is very normal for Dog. He is terrible with names. So Mad Dog not being able to pronounce Ali LaForce, DeForce, DeForce? No, this is not a big deal. 
Big deal or not a big deal? Are you a fan of the show, That 70s Show? I was a huge fan of That 70s Show. What a, uh, so funny, what a great show. Well, one of the characters on the show was played, one of the kids was played by Danny Masterson, all right? Well, Danny Masterson yesterday was found guilty of two counts of rape and is facing 30 years to life in prison. Holy shit. Now, obviously, he deserves it. But my goodness, what a great show. Every time I watch that show now, uh, I'm, I'm looking at him like, this guy rapes women. And apparently, it's a whole thing with the Church of Scientology is involved as well. Uh, the ch- Look, you can't make fun of religions, all right? Everyone's religion, that's, that's very serious stuff. Church of Scientology, that's bullshit. That's the one religion you're still allowed to make fun of. That's bullshit. Danny Masterson facing 30 years to life in prison for rape. That's a big deal. Big deal and not a big deal. So yesterday I'm watching AEW Dynamite. And they have a new show. I had to catch up on my stories. And they have a new show that they're debuting this summer called AEW Collision. It's going to be on Saturday nights. And Tony Khan... The founder and CEO of AEW, he made an announcement last night, live on Dynamite, about the first episode of AEW Collision. Thanks, guys. It's great to be here tonight in San Diego. The last few weeks, we've made some announcements regarding the debut of AEW Saturday Night Collision, starting June 17th at the United Center in Chicago, Illinois. I'm here tonight to give you a little more information about the debut of AEW Collision. I'm here to announce that AEW Collision, beginning June 17th, will feature CM Punk. All right, I'm I'm going big deal. I mean, it was somewhat expected, it had been talked about, but... I don't know. I I didn't believe it was going to happen. I did not think they were going to bring him back. I thought it was going to be rumors that just did not come to fruition. CM Punk making his return. AEW Collision live in Chicago. That's a big deal. And finally, one more for you here. Big deal or not a big deal. So you know yesterday was media day with the NBA Finals. Jimmy Butler, he had a sit-down. Half of it aired yesterday. I think the other half is airing today on SportsCenter. Jimmy sat down with Malika Andrews, and here's Jimmy talking about he is not interested in that Eastern Conference Championship trophy. All he cares about is winning the whole thing. Prince Finals, you're at center court. Bam Adebayo takes the trophy, and he offers it to you. And you say, I'll take the next one. Walk me through that. That's how uh, that's how I view it. I don't, we don't play to, and it wasn't disrespectful because I love Bam, and I'm very grateful to be able to win the Eastern Conference. But uh, I've, I've done that before. I have. I, I want to win an NBA championship. That's the reason why they put this squad together. Um, I don't play for the Eastern Conference Finals MVP. I won't play for the Finals MVP. Could care less. I play for uh, Mr. O'Brien. So when did you decide? Was it in the moment or was it the day before not uh, touching that? Every time I, I play basketball, it's the end goal, the end result that I want it to be is the championship trophy. That That's it. That's it. You can take all-stars, don't want to be a part of that anyways. You can take the all-NBA, could care less. All-defense team, don't care. Um, I really only want to win a championship. 
Yes, of course that's a big deal. Everybody saw when Jimmy waved Bam off. No, I'll hold the next one. We all know what that's about. We know he doesn't care about individual accolades. That's why he likely would have been fine with Caleb Martin. Even though Jimmy deserved it, he would have been fine with Caleb Martin winning the Eastern Conference Finals MVP. All he cares about is winning the whole damn thing. Let's win the whole damn thing. That's a big deal. And that right there, courtesy of Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Let them tell you if the water mold or fire damage in your home is a big deal or not a big deal. Yes, we're here. We did it. We're finally here. You thought the last two weeks with all the Eastern Conference Finals games, Miami Heat, Florida Panthers was the greatest two weeks of your life? Buckle up for what starts tonight. Miami Heat, Denver Nuggets, game one tonight. Thanks to everybody who helped put together a great show today. Your work is always appreciated. I can't do it without you. Thanks to Mark Kestisher, of course, for joining us. He has the call on ESPN Radio tonight. Can we start the show tomorrow with the Miami Heat having already stolen the home court advantage. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, and right now, You got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing.